Before we jump into today's conversation, let's take a moment to acknowledge our amazing sponsor, the Academy of Therapy Wisdom. Oh my gosh, we love this platform. They're the place I go now for all my CEUs. Stay tuned for a special offer at the end of the show. Please join us for our next live online workshop, Integrating Mind and Heart, April 3rd through 6th of 2024. This is an experiential, active workshop designed to engage you in brain states that promote relational learning. If you want to get closer, say the things that usually go unspoken and trust each other and yourself to get through the hard moments. This is the workshop for you. Go to widestmypartner.com to learn more and register. Welcome to the Why Does My Partner podcast. I'm Jules. I'm Vicki. And I'm Rebecca. We're your hosts. We're also couples therapists and messy humans bumbling through our own relationships every day. We met at a training, and our secret sauce is that we and our partners became fast friends. Between us, we have more than 40 years of experience holding hard relational questions with our clients. We're going to bring those questions here. And together, we're going to take a stab at answering those questions. This podcast is not a substitute for couples therapy. If something you hear in this podcast stirs something deep within you about your relationship, reach out to a couples therapist in your area. We also love to hear your questions, so don't forget to go over to whydoesmypartner.com to leave a question of your own. Here's today's question. Why does my partner have a secret world? Like, he goes to this place where he hides his thoughts and his feelings and his desires, and he doesn't let me in. Oh, vulnerability is hard, isn't it? It's so hard. And I think it's it's like there's two edges here, right? Because there's the one like, well, there's vulnerability in a few different ways because sharing everything about who we are, like mm-hmm. we all need some safe, protected spaces that are like ours. Mm-hmm. You're talking about space for privacy. Yeah. No, I'm not talking about space for secrets. I'm but talking about space, privacy. space for privacy, even inside very connected, very intimate relationships. Yeah. Why do we all need that? Why do we need privacy? Yeah. I love the face you are making right now. <laughs> Could you help people who are listening understand, Rebecca, why you're making the face you're making right now? Because <laughs> I'm honestly asking. <laughs> Vicky's not going to want to hear what I have to say. But I'm um, cast to hear what you have to say. So she'll well, put up Because I was like, you really need to see your partner wiping your butt. But okay. I was going to be a little more crude in how I said it. But ser- seriously, it's like, so I, I, I think it's, it's okay to have mm-hmm. some privacy mm-hmm. in our I lives. I didn't say it's with, not okay. I'm no, I know. Why you said why. Why, why yeah. do we need it? Because I, I mm-hmm. think it preserves part of a sense of self, right? Like it's mm-hmm. to have, to have an, oh. an intimate inner area that like, you're the one that's trying to figure it out and sort it through and digest like my dreamscape. Okay. Right. Like that's one place, right? Like Mm -hmm. I might share bits of my dreams with my partner, but my dreams Mm -hmm. are mine. Mm -hmm. That's my private Mm -hmm. world. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I don't disagree. I'm still wondering why, why the need There's one thing to want it. I get it. Why do we think we need it? Well, I don't think you need it like you need food and water. Okay, good. Okay, (laughs) that's not what I meant. Sorry for my judgmental face. No, no, no. That's not what I meant. (laughs) I know that. But why? I'm stuck on that word. 
Well, so hi. So specifically inside of this question, this mm-hmm. person's asking about the secret world of like feelings, desires, and thoughts. Mm-hmm. We're not talking yeah. about like, you know, secret actions. We're talking about like a secret inner world. Like what's happening inside mm-hmm. their brain? Mm-hmm. Why does yeah. that need to be picked apart and known on every oh, level? So you're, you're wondering on the U-turn already of like, why does the asker want to know so bad? Yeah. Can I drop a little Esther Perel and Tammy Nelson thoughts in here? Please do. Um, they would talk about how important mystery is for passion. Yeah, you, you, oh. you, you get so that no passion without when mystery. You, exactly. Okay. So when you have a ton of known, it's cool because you feel secure, right? Mm-hmm. The more safety you have, the more you the put more out the familiar fire. familiar that is, <laughs> the less maybe you would have passion. But if you have only mystery, now we move into danger zone. And we all okay. know that danger brains do not make connected brains. Right. So it's like this balance, right? Mm-hmm. Like, ooh, have you ever been like away from your partner and come back to appreciate them more? Like, have you ever taken a business trip or been out with a girlfriend trip or whatever? And you went away and then it's been like a week. And then you come home and you're like, Wow. <laughs> I just like the picture. You, you took care of all of this without me. Now, I really don't know where you've been, but I want to know where you've been. <laughs> <laughs> so here That's you are. Hot. It's kind of hot. And why and is the distance the spice. hot? It's the stuff that makes it hot mm-hmm. is the mystery. Mm-hmm. And so I think okay. there's nothing wrong. In fact, maybe there's something desirable about having some space where I feel like an individual, where I feel autonomous. Mm-hmm. That increases sure. my safety. And yeah. I also think there's maybe something that's to be desired around having a little bit of mystery here and there. Uh-huh. So I think it can uh-huh. be intriguing. Well, and then I want to add another layer that if I have a partner who wants to know all that stuff and doesn't give me the space to have that mystery, mm-hmm. there's also an element of that that feels really suffocating and controlly and intrusive. It can. It right? Can. And It depends and so on the partnership, another, right? Yeah, sure. it depends on the partnership, mm-hmm. but that, it can. that could also be another extinguisher of the passion, of the desire, mm-hmm. of, you know, the erotic. And mm-hmm. when I say erotic, I'm not just talking about like being sexual and being intimate, mm-hmm. but erotic as in like the eros, the life force, like what is driving us. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because that dreaming space has so much mm-hmm. energy in it, potentially. So yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. And on the other side of this equation, because I don't want to be too heavy-handed of tell your partner nothing, keep the mystery <laughs> alive. Like, I'm not, <laughs> I was going to push back and not, <laughs> not allow that. Uh, well, I also I two think layers too in my mind. I I also think it's really important that we're sharing enough of ourselves that we move known. through the worry about all the shame worry, right? There's so mm-hmm. much shame repair mm-hmm. that can be done when you predict, oh man, she's going to reject me if she knows this, but then you tell her and she doesn't. And it turns out this doesn't make you a bad person like you thought it did. So there's a ton of shame repair in being known. And I also think there's a ton of intimacy that can be had 
as we do reveal more and move through that vulnerability and move more. So sometimes when we say, well, why doesn't my partner do that? It may be they feel like there's encroachment Mm -hmm. and they're reacting to that by walling off more. It may be that they feel autonomous and they like feeling autonomous. It may be that there's some shame going on and that's preventing them from connecting. It may be that there's some fear happening. I was thinking fear. Yeah. Yeah. That, or they don't know how. That's not fear. Sorry. Right, right. No, say more about that because that's really important. Well, I don't want to jump in. No, put it. You have to jump in over me or um, you're never going to get a true. word. That's true. Like, I... I said partner, whichever male, female, whatever, may not know how to open up, how to have those conversations or mm-hmm. how much to share, how to mm-hmm. initiate. Like that's what I mean. But they like, might not have had good examples of thank like, you. That's what I'm talking about. World. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How do you even do it? Yeah. Um, so that was on my mind too. And that's when I said I had two things to add, Jules. Part of it was a, to start throwing out some answers, which is what you mm-hmm. just did. Because mm-hmm. I'm finding myself with, um, and I know the whole point of our podcast literally is that question. So I get it. Why does or why doesn't my partner? I'm mm-hmm. just, the first question I have every time we get one of the questions is, have you asked them? <laughs> like We're going to throw out all of our theories, but I'm always wondering, are our listeners having these conversations yeah. with their partner as well? Because yeah. like Jules, you just gave, I don't remember how many, a five different, different possible. Yeah, yeah, a few different possibilities. Yeah, I don't I think know, we can any of those. Together. Yeah, mm-hmm. any of those could be, or none of those could be. Or it so, could be something else that we're not even right. thinking of. Right. And so there's an encouragement. Here's what I hear from you, mm-hmm. Vicki, is that there's an encouragement for people to say more about what they're hoping to hear. And to ask. But Mm -hmm. the thing is, is, and I'm going to do a little bit of neuroscience geeking out for you for a second. If you ask someone. That's why you're here. Just. (laughs) There's a lot of reasons she's here. It is true. It is. No, but it is a big reason I'm here. It's a big reason why I say all this stuff is because I'm a big geek about it. So if you ask why. At the beginning of a question, you will help someone answer from the left uh, way of seeing the world, the left brain way of seeing the world. Um, so the left brain way of seeing the world is very analytical, which is why why triggers information from that. Uh, don't think of it as side of the brain because your whole brain is active in everything. I'm going to say that again, just in case everybody needs mm-hmm. to hear it. your whole brain is involved in all the stuff. Don't think of it as like, oh, my left brain only does this and my right brain only does that. No, no, no. It's not like that. But there is like a left mode, a mm, left lean okay. of a way of perceiving the world that has a lot more to do with analysis, thought about linear cause and effect. It has a lot more to do with like, well, that was then, this is where I'm going. So what tools do I need to reach the goal? Mm-hmm. which is lovely and also not the most relational side of your brain. Mm-hmm. So the more relational side of your brain, the right mode. Would be turned on by a question that started with like what or how. So you can even hear it. Mm-hmm. So let's just take, why don't you share more of your feelings with me? 
I'm going to try it even softer. Why don't you share more of your feelings with me? Yeah. So as I hear oh, you yeah, say yeah. that, I'm here, I'm feeling it in my chest where mm-hmm. it's kind of like, I'm like, even when you say it's soft, I'm going, mm-hmm. oh, I have to like respond to that with a reason. And <laughs> Like now, I, I already know. feel like I don't know why. Like I'm, I'm already. I already know I did something wrong, right. just because you like, asked it. What if the question is something like, "What would it be like for you to share some of your feelings with me?" Or what are your feelings today? Or what have you uh, been thinking mm. about today? Now, That's if your partner says, so let's say you had a soft land, you had a soft, soft beginning on this. You're, you're moving in gentle. We're, we're walking through a meadow. Oh, what have you, what's been on your mind today, hon? <laughs> and you get, why are you always asking me questions? <laughs> right. Back, which yeah. is totally possible. I want a name. That is totally possible. Then it's going to be helpful for us to maybe even listen to the episode together and, and wonder about, well, why is it hard for you? Not in a, you're doing something wrong way, but in like a, I wonder if we could understand stuff way. Because there's nothing wrong with the left way of seeing stuff. And from a partner to a partner, if you start a question with a why, it's a good way to bring up defense. So I'd rather start a question with a what or how. How would it feel if we talked more about what's happening in the inside of our minds? Yeah, what's great? I love the tone. I just don't even know how I would answer that. Of like, yeah, yeah, if we talk about but what's you, going you on, you just showed us how minds. you would answer that. <laughs> you just you would laugh. And here's what I would be. Like, so let's imagine for a moment talks like that. I mean, no, I even come but, close with Gabe to talking the way we three do, and even I wouldn't say that. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. I talk like this with my husband all the time. I know you do. <laughs> He's like, and he does. No, he may have the same response you do. Like, Jesus Christ, Jules, what are you doing? That's like, why, why we are you asking me such a weird question. He's normal. He's totally. I'm married to a completely normal human who talks like a normal human talks. Um, Totally. So here's he would laugh too. Ninety five percent of the time. Yeah, totally. He he would laugh too, and then I would say, "Well, you know, like I'm constantly kind of watching my own mind and know what I'm feeling and thinking, kind of all the time. So I have a lot to share, but I don't know how it is for you in there. Would you share what it's like for you?" I totally love that though, right? Because it's it's like it's like even if it's like weird and quirky and like mm-hmm. I'm not and I'm not calling you weird and quirky. Oh, but I am weird. Yeah. Let's like yeah. for the record. But I'm just like checking in because should like our listeners be listening to this? Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah you may be, but I'm not calling them that. If mm-hmm. what, oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Right. Yeah. <clears throat> so even if it is. There's something that's so gentle and delicate about like, yeah. okay, so I'm watching myself and I know myself pretty well or I'm, I'm working to learn myself mm-hmm. and I want to know you too. Yeah. Right? So that's really mm-hmm. what this is. This is now an invitation to like, I want to know you. But remember that when we're making invitations, it's, they can't be demands. It's actually an invitation. Mm-hmm. So it's totally mm-hmm. cool. It's okay for you to tell me. You don't want to mm-hmm. tell me that. Right. right. Or it's cool to say, I don't really know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then you can explore that. I I chuckle in Rebecca, respectfully to both of you, duh, but notice I didn't chuckle with how you phrased it because it's the getting to know me, how it's similar, how you phrase it, 
lands with me very different than Jules and the like, I witness my brain and et cetera, et cetera. And here's, I think why, because um, like, I'm sure we have a lot of listeners by now, maybe we don't, but who know what we mean when Jules says that, but I don't think many people talk about the witnessing brain and understanding their brain in those terms. So that's We're trying to change the world. We are, I know. (laughs) Your brain can watch your own mind. Yes. I just don't know that a lot of people talk like that and understand what that means. Of like when I exploded at my son today, which wasn't okay, I figured out, oh, it was about this was going on for me in that moment. So you and I was disintegrated. I am, yes. I'm just thinking most people don't phrase it like that. Yeah. How would you phrase it? Um well I do now, but um yeah, I do like to have Vicky terms, don't I? Yeah. Um, What's your Vicky term for this one? I don't know yet. That's part of the problem. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah. I don't. Think you come up use with the it? word witnessing mind, so I'm t- trying well, I think, to. Develop. I think it could even witnessing just be like I'm. I'm checking in with myself. Yes. Or I'm trying to figure out like yes. what is happening inside mm-hmm. of me. Yes, right. It, mm-hmm. So it could be. It could be like a Something simple like kind that. of language. Yeah, um, that was yeah. you know, but yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, and notice your brain has diffuse focus and it has more directed focus capabilities. So you've got. Um, two different kind of focus? diffuse focus is like paying attention to lots of different stuff, kind of like, uh, oh, okay. uh, so think of it as like, you don't have to pay attention to your breath for you to be breathing Bre- right now. Okay. Yep. Right. Okay. So you, mm-hmm. you can multitask in this way where you have these kind of automatic diffuse focus sort of things going on Interesting. and they're okay. taking care of me. And if suddenly a noise happened, I wouldn't have to stop and think, Jules, there was a noise. Turn your body. To the source of the noise. I don't have to think about that because my Thank diffuse, goodness. open possibility for something shifting brain that's kind of handling some of my automatic processes and stuff on the lower end of stuff mm-hmm. is working. Yeah. Okay. And then my focused attention, I can point in a wide manner or in a very, very narrow manner on something in particular. I could focus it on moving my arm up in the air to raise my hand in class. Mm-hmm. That's me moving my body in a focused way. Or I could actually take it and turn it inwards and look at my brain and look at what's happening in my mind. So it's basically mm-hmm. like mind watching, if you will. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so I'm then I'm taking my focal attention and rather than placing it outside of myself, I'm placing it inside of myself. Mm-hmm. And so okay. whether we're calling it watching mind or witnessing mind or... Um, checking in with me or checking in with myself. It's just a moment of taking that focused attention and turning it in. And so one of the things that may be happening, and I love that we're talking about this because it made me think of this. I don't think I would have otherwise. It could be that one partner in this partnership has a lot of focused attention on inward thought and feeling. And the other one Mm -hmm. is not using their focused attention in that manner. It, it's kind of like a muscle. It doesn't, if it's not mm-hmm. used, it doesn't really get developed, mm-hmm. right? And mm-hmm. it's it's also like a language. Like we might not all know how to speak it. Mm-hmm. Like we're trying to right, right. talk about it right now, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So, and and I think there's a lot of different ways that we can watch ourselves mm-hmm. and different yep. things we can watch within ourselves. It could be our thoughts. It could be our sensations. Yeah. It could be, right? Like there's so many different Vibration that, or vibrations. like a sense of a thing that's happening, yeah. but you can't even put your finger on it. All of that. It could be like a memory, right? Like there's, there's so many different things that we can mm-hmm. watch. And those are skills that we develop. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I now find myself wondering, how does the caller know that he or she is not being let into that inner world? Well, it may be there's what not, if there isn't for, one? Well, it's not that there isn't one, but what if there isn't one in focus enough to share it out loud? That's what I mean. Yeah. Because yeah. the caller seems to think there's this whole, my perception, I should say, this is what mm-hmm. I heard in the in the question, that there's this whole inner world that isn't being mm-hmm. shared. And now I'm wondering, is the partner even aware of that whole inner world? And they, and they might not. be, there might be a dynamic going on, but there might not be. Like, mm-hmm. what right. if you just said something that made me think like, what if that, what if the partner is not even aware of it? With all due respect, Gabe would say, I have no idea what you're talking about. So I was oh, like, yeah. Honey, I think there's a whole inner world that you're not sharing. He'd be like, no, no, really there not. isn't. Well, it's kind of like not dreams, right? Like, like we, I think yeah. pretty much most of us dream at night when we're sleeping. Mm-hmm. We process and we I think dream. That's science, yeah. Mm-hmm. Or Jules might have have some corrections no. for me, and that's totally cool. But, mm-hmm. but it's also true that, like, unless we have a practice of sitting down and journaling our dreams, mm-hmm. we don't always know what they are. Mm-hmm. We lose them totally, mm-hmm. right? So. So it's it's totally possible that one of the things going on is that person is not really bringing their focal attention to their own thoughts yeah. and feelings to share them in the first place because they don't know that they're there. Mm-hmm. That doesn't That's mean they're I found not myself there. Wondering mm-hmm. that right. means and that so- you know, and I like I have to have so much. I spend every day, all day long, moving back and forth between watching my own mind and teaching people to watch their minds. Yeah, you have a little bit of practice to swim <laughs> in the waters of witnessing mind. And so I have to have a lot of awareness that that makes me particularly honed at thinking of the world in this way, but that does not mean it's the only way to process being alive. Sure. And it does not make it more right. <laughs> it does not. Mm-hmm. It makes me yeah. particularly skilled at doing a few things, but it doesn't make it more right or wrong. So it's not like, oh, if you can watch your feelings, you're better. Don't think of it like that, but do think of it as like, oh, maybe you're having a different experience. How close would you like to be to your partner? Do you wonder what their experience is like? Let's talk about it. This is a, awesome. this is a let's talk about it episode. <laughs> this, is, this is a let's talk about it episode. I love it. I so too. I think maybe we should leave our listeners with mm-hmm. conversations to be had. Yeah. Oh yeah. I like that phrase. Mm-hmm. Conversations to be had. Mm-hmm. Yep. Take care of each other best you can. Bye-bye. That wraps up this week's episode. Join us again next week for another Why Does My Partner? We hope that you continue to listen wherever you get your audio and that you'll follow the show. To go deeper, join us at one of our workshops. You'll find our next date at whydoesmypartner.com. Did you know you can ask us your questions? Your questions are relational gold. Go to whydoesmypartner.com to either write in or record your question for a future episode. And here's some gratitudes. Thanks to Al Hoberman, our sound editor and podcast production magic maker. Thanks to every one of you who has joined us for our workshops in the past. We've learned so much from all of you. And thanks to everyone who's reviewed the show on Apple Podcasts. Your reviews help others to find the show. Take care of each other best you can. See you next time. We want to tell you more about our sponsor, Therapy Wisdom. Jules is one of their amazing educators, and you can also find teachers like Janina Fisher, Bessel van der Kolk, Deidre Fay, 
and Akilah Riley Richardson, plus a bunch of people you might not have heard of, but will definitely want to start following once you take their courses. And because you listen to us, the Therapy Wisdom team is offering a secret code to give you free access to one of my one-hour wise conversations. Use the code WDMP at checkout. If you're a licensed therapist, coach, healer, or someone who's invested in doing the deep work of personal healing and want to learn about topics like neurobiology, supporting trauma healing, incorporating intersectionality and somatic work, then this is the place for you. Discover some of the most heart-led and quality courses available in a community of people who are invested in spiritual growth, equity, inclusion, and developing expert-level clinical skill. Visit therapywisdom.com or click the link in the show notes and use the WDMP discount code. Thanks, Therapy Wisdom. We love you.